going on? Jermaine Johnson, tune in to Turn On The Jets podcast. Hey, this is Vinny Pasquantino of the Kansas City Royals. Make sure you tune into the Turn On The Jets podcast. Everybody. Welcome back to the Turn the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at Will Paul 11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Been a uh, been a crazy week. I just want to first thank everybody for all the support um, and well wishes. That was uh, was truly incredible um, to see over the last couple of days. Got uh, some more positive stuff to start with. Um, you know, Michael Carter, uh, Jets defensive back, uh, part of, you know, I would say probably the best uh, best cornerback room in the country, or best cornerback room in the country. Cornerback room in the country. But uh, it's joining us, you know, Michael, how are we doing today, man? No, I'm good, man. Um, you know, definitely, you know, I, I messaged you um, a few days ago, but, you know, still, you know, sending my condolences and everything uh, to your fam and all that stuff. So I hope everybody's doing good. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been a, uh, been crazy, but that was a true story. I did. She did ask me on uh, on Sunday, probably last time I talked to her, that she wanted Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. And I guess let's we'll start with the with quarterback stuff and then we'll get into, you know, some more stuff that you kind of have control over. But Obviously, I guess one, how how hard is it to not be totally invested in refreshing your Twitter timeline, texting everybody going, what's going on here? Because obviously there's a lot of, you know, traditional news breakers are kind of left out of loop on this one and and obviously directly affects you and you know, you kind of your your guys hope to go in the Super Bowl. How how invested are you? And then how crazy was what we watched four hours ago on YouTube, uh McAfee <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers going scorched earth on the Packers? Um yeah, well, I think Let's start with um, whatever's going on with the Twitter algorithm. Like you can't really avoid what it, what everything that's going on in free agency. So, um, you know, even if I wanted to, when I get on Twitter, I see, you know, different guys signing and, and all the all the things going on, especially when it comes to the Jets and, you know, who's staying, who's leaving. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like, you know, when it comes to the team that, you know, I'm on the Jets, um, you know, I kind of want to be invested in that stuff and just kind of see what's going on and and uh you know hopefully you know they bring in the the guys back and you know bringing in the right pieces um and, and all that stuff um but and you know at the end of the day I don't have any control over that stuff um but I but I definitely you know I'm locked in and tuned in and then as far as uh, Aaron Rodgers I didn't even um honestly forgot that you know, the Pat McAfee show thing was, was going uh, live at, I think, 1 o'clock today. Um, but, you, you know, he, with all in, he had all intentions on being a part of, you know, the Jets. And that, that's super exciting. Um, and and I'm glad that, you know, the, you know, Joe and those guys, you know, they were able to get that done. Um, and, and we got a shot. I feel like we're going to be, we're going to, yeah, it's going down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's something that's, it is it is crazy like the the way a lot of these different things happen and the way times have kind of changed. I feel like even three or four years ago it was like the same two people reported. Now there's so many different people report different yeah. things and different ways. And you know, obviously I don't know what it's like to be, you know, play somewhere for 18 years. Uh and and obviously that's why there's seems like there's a little bit of bad blood and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Um I, I guess and I guess I don't know how much you can you know, there's all this recruiting stuff and you know, these different quarterbacks and different guys want to bring these people. Is that something that you think is is a lot more common than people realize? I know now it's kind of when it's the quarterbacks do it, it becomes you know a big uh, you know Brady and these guys have done it. But 
you know, do you feel like that's something that's a lot more common that league and people don't realize that these recruiting pitches, Hey, let's, let's, you know, they meet up at the pro bowl. You meet up at some, you know, function all of a sudden it kind of starts to happen very much NBA like. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, you see it a lot in college and stuff, you know, guys try to, to, um, you know, get people, you know, different athletes to come to their school and build this, you know, dynamic and strong recruiting class. I mean, I feel like it's the same way, you know, um, you know, not necessarily talking about the draft because, um, you know, we can't, we don't know who the team's going to pick, but when, you know, when you know, you know, these are the team's needs, these are what the team wants and stuff, you know, you want to, okay, we got this guy in mind. Um, so shoot, you know, all hands on deck, um, you know, from, from the top to the bottom. Um, and then, so I know like, you know, those guys who have, when you have those relationships with guys you're training with, um, you know, you go to things like the Pro Bowl and stuff, I'm sure, you know, the recruiting's happening there, trying to, you know, feel the temperature, how you, how you like where you're at, you know, how y'all do things and stuff, you know, guys talk. So, um, you know, those things definitely happen. Yeah, no, it's something that it's, you know, I feel like it's only gotten more and more, you see it more and more now, and it just gets more public with social media and these things. And, you know, I know, uh, I know Sauce likes to, to troll people on Twitter and stuff <laughs> like that, but obviously everyone freaks out every time he does it. What's kind of, I want to focus on you first, but what, what kind of changed from year one to year two? Um, and, you know, coming in, obviously you kind of had a little bit of a weird, you know, COVID kind of threw off your, uh, your draft process. And then what was it like kind of having that first real second year in the system, or, you know, every, everything kind of stacking on top of each other and getting that, like, you're kind of almost a vet at this point going into year three. Yeah. Um, really, uh, I think going into year two, it really helped to, that I had, you know, that time to rest and, you know, kind of coming out of college and stuff, it was, you know, from January to January, uh, football training and, and all that stuff. So having that time to rest and reset, um, I think really, you know, helped me, okay, like sit down and, you know, clear my mind and, and write down these goals and things I could have done better and really self-evaluate more. Um, having that real off season and kind of, you know, structuring that the way I wanted it to, to go and learning from that experience in itself. Uh, then just going into the the season, you know, the coaches, you know, putting more on me, but also knowing that, you know, I can handle it and then having the confidence to be able to just go out there and do it. Um, I feel like all that increased my, you know, my communication and all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, having Sauce, DJ, Whitehead, um, CJ, like everybody on defense, um, you know, having those, you know, sit downs and those talks about, you know, what you're really trying to do you know, type of player you are and, and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, I think, you know, when you, when you realize all the guys have a, that same mindset, it makes, you know, your job a lot easier. Um, you can go out there and execute and just play fast. I just muted. Yep. I mean, I have <laughs> once, once a, uh, once every like month, I, um, obviously, the, you know, the talent defense, I think mixed with the second year system and, you guys kind of figuring out, you know, a bit of a, a rhythm and staying a lot healthier, honestly. You know, I helped yeah. um, you think of guys like Carl and Bryce who missed a ton of time. Um, you know, from mm -hmm. my perspective, there's got, you know, everywhere missed time. What, you know, I, I know everything, I always, you know, what's playing with Sauce like and what's playing with DJ and these guys like, is it, you know, I, I feel like is it just, there's such different play styles. You guys all kind of, I feel like in a sense have a different play style, but it all kind of meshes well together in different sizes and athletic profiles and all these different things. <laughs> How good, how good do you guys think that, you know, this group is? Do you feel the same way like I do and a lot of Jets fans and people in the media and whatever feel like this is the best cornerback group in the uh, group in the league? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, as far as duos and then, you know, trios go, um, you know, you got your argument for whoever. Um, but, you know, as of right now, you know, we are the best. I feel like, you know, we can stand on that. Um, and those, you know, those guys would agree with me, you know, Sauce and DJ. And then even the the, the whole room as a whole, Bryson, you know, Brandon, um, you know, just the, the depth pieces as well. Uh, I feel like, you know, we, we do have that the best um, cornerback room. Bolton Boardman's here. No, it's uh, <laughs> I mean, like you watch like Brent, guy like Brandon Eccles played well as a rookie um, and kind of was in that spot starter role uh, or that yeah. kind of spot player and came in and played really well in, in games where people kind of got banged up. Obviously, you know, this year was kind of hectic, right? You got to start out, you know, top of the division and, you know, you beat the Bills at home and everyone's like, all right, not a matter of when you go to the playoffs, it's kind of what seed you're going to be and all these different things. Is that do you focus more on last six games and that's all we care about? Or all right, we actually did some lot, like we did make a lot of progress. We went from the 32nd ranked defense to a top five defense and you know in top in the league in a lot of metrics. What do you focus on? Because I know a lot of coaches like to focus on, you know, what can we improve? But I also think probably it's important, right? To focus like we we did win seven games after winning four the year before. There's there was improvement there. Yeah. Um, man, like I mean, I know like everybody is definitely, you know, the the finish oriented, oriented and the, the championship. And that's what we won. But, uh, you know, our coaches, you know, they told us at the end of the year, you know, this is, you know, what we did as a defense last year was definitely something to be proud of. And, you know, it's okay to, you know, realize and, and talk about the good that we did while also talking about we didn't meet those expectations or, um, play at the same level, you know, as from the first half to the second half. Um, so for me personally, too, I feel like definitely, um, and I feel like just like most, you know, high competitive athletes, you know, you definitely focus on the things that you could have done better. Um, so I feel like that back half with, you know, either, is, you know, just missed assignments, alignments, you know, some plays that should have been made, you know, that could have changed the momentum and, and all those things, you know, I, you know, definitely, think about that all that stuff too but you know it's, it's okay to to say you know we accomplished a, a great deal and you know we still got a ways to go to prove ourselves too yeah do you you want any of those the the, inter, the non-interceptions back you know specifically like 12 against the Patriots <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 the, 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 Patriots, the yeah definitely that that pick six man um you know that one hurt but um you know I don't feel like it necessarily define us because then next week we went out there and beat Buffalo. So, um, but there's even more, you know, a lot of guys, you know, well, I just speak for myself, you know, missed interceptions, you know, it could have been way higher total, um, just, you know, eyes in the wrong spot, things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's the game happens so fast, you know, if you're all by inch, you know, you miss those opportunities. Yeah, no, I, I it, look, it's something that turned the ball over was something at the beginning of the year, the first eight, nine games, 10 games, whatever it was, guys turned the ball over. And then on offense, you turned it over a lot more in the second half. And you also didn't get as many turnovers. It's, yeah, those things work. That's why people focus on it. I want to talk about quickly about your coach, Tony Oden, because somebody, first of all, not sure why he has not gotten more defensive coordinator, um, you know, interviews and stuff, but you know, <laughs> that's people, what I'm saying. Yeah. People he's, developed you know including yourself sauce and dj's always played at the highest level he's ever played at you look at you know xavier howard and darius slay and think of it's passionate guys 
what makes him such a special coach? I mean, I know it's a commu- I'm sure it's a communication and things like that, but it just feels like there's such a special bond. Um, I remember I tweeted something out and all of you guys were like, this guy is an unbelievable coach, like right away. So what's, I guess, what kind of stands out about his, what makes him such a, you know, able to develop all these different pro bowlers and all pros and all these different types of stuff. Man, uh, I think, you know, he's definitely, like you said, uh, his ability to communicate um, and, and not to bring like, you know, race or anything into it, but, you know, he looks like us um, and, you know, he has a way of, of talking to us, you know, that, you know, some other coaches or whoever, um, you know, we, they may not understand, you know, our mindsets, how we think um, he can relate to anybody. And he also, you know, it takes the time to get to know everybody individually because, you know, sometimes people, people learn at different speeds, um, and process information differently, but he takes the time to make sure everybody understands and gets the information um, and goes that extra mile, um, you know, for, you know, if you take longer to process those things and, and all that stuff. And he's always reaching out, man, I'll tell you, like, we get texts 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, just about the little things he's putting into our folders just for us to look at, Um and that, that means a lot. And it makes you want to go harder for that guy because he's putting in, he's putting in all that work for us. And he just wants to see us be great, get paid and, you know, us doing good in turn, you know, helps the team, helps the defense. Um, and, you know, he just sits back and, you know, and at the same time, he also takes um, accountability for our mistakes, you know, in, in the front what everybody else sees. And then obviously as a coach, you know, we get it from him directly, but you know, nobody else really sees that. And, you know, that means a lot when, you know, he comes to you one-on-one and he's like, man, like you got to do better, but you got that respect and that, that respect and all that stuff is there. You know, I really appreciate that guy. Um, You know, he does a lot for us. Yeah. No, I, as somebody that, um, you know, I, I, again, I think, you know, I'll, I'll uh, continue to try to, I don't know what influence I have, but I, yeah. I need somebody that, you know, uh, should be getting more looks. Yeah, he deserves it for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and start calling him some plays and things of that nature. What, you know, in terms of, you know, you guys, look, you guys playing in division, there's kind of like an arms race in the AFCs now. It, it feels like, um, weirdly, it feels like the Patriots are at the bottom of that uh, rung right now in terms of talent, which has not been the case the last 20, 25 years. But what kind of, does it kind of motivate you? Are you looking around? And we know you've talked about the Jets and obviously, you know, Aaron Rodgers and these different things going on. Are you looking at, oh, Buffalo's doing this. They're clearing cap space. What's going on here? Or, you know, Miami's doing this. They trade for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Um, you know, money side, the third round pick for Jalen Ramsey seems crazy. But, you know, how do you kind of follow all that stuff and go, okay, we got, you know, now we really got to, you know, we might be adding too, but we got to bring it every single, uh, every single Sunday in the AFCs this year. I think that was already a given um, regardless of, you know, who they, you know, might have brought in. And then, I, you know, I think that does, you know, add a little fuel to the fire. We know we got to be on our, you know, our A game, um, you know, playing those those teams, man. So, uh, but I think it was already there, you know, that that we got to bring it mentality, um, you know, especially, you know, last year when we were in the thick of things. And then, um, but, you know, Buffalo is, you know, always up there in Miami you know, they went to the playoffs, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, so it's New England. It's always going to be competitive. We got to figure out how to get over that home, too. Got to so, figure it out. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel like, you know, the it was already a given. 
um, that we got to, you know, bring it. Um, but it definitely does add a little fuel. Yeah, no, it's, are you going to be, you know, obviously there's a lot, I know you, I've heard you say before, you're not a big trash talker and things like that. Is there anybody you've the last two years you've wound up with, you were like, all right, I, I got to start talking. Cause this dude is driving me nuts. Won't stop talking. Is there any receivers that really, uh, they really start. I feel like Stefan Diggs is not stopped talking the entire time. I feel like when I've, uh, I've heard people say just cannot stop talking. Yeah. You know, you know, what? I feel like, um, yeah, he definitely goes about his business. Um, you know, I feel like kind of the same way I go about my business. So, you know, we line up, we're head to head and, you know, that it is what it is. Like, you know, back to the huddle, back to the huddle. Um, uh, now somebody like sauce or something. Yeah. They, they talk, um, uh, Brandon Lash, uh, our rookie year, yeah, they was talking. Um, so you know, you can you can bring it out of of, of somebody for sure. Um, but you know, I like to go about my business and, and handle it that way. Yeah, that makes that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Not everyone, uh, not everyone needs to be big trash talkers. Aaron Rodgers, we'll see. You know, Phil Rivers used to be a huge trash talker. It's always funny when quarterback <laughs> Brady. Um, some of these guys like to get into it with people. Um, you know, obviously. Got a couple fun things here. Obviously, you got uh, before we wrap. I know you're big into gaming. Feels like a lot of the younger kind of Jets uh, core right now is a big Twitch and you know Call of Duty and Madden and, and you know all these different games. Who's who's like the who's actually the best gamer in the locker room? Because I feel like Sauce talks a lot, but I don't know is he actually that good or what? Are we uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on the, on which game you're talking about. I feel like uh, when it comes to you know Call of Duty, those first person shooters. Uh, Ashton Davis and, and Sauce there. Uh, a, I think, like, I feel like AD is different, though. Like, he's he's definitely – I feel like he's clear-cut number one, but Sauce is clear-cut number two. So, uh, you know, they're both legit. Um, when it comes to other games like Madden, like, I don't, I don't even really play Madden. And I'm not going to – I'm not going to – I'm not going to throw dirt on Madden or anything. <laughs> but, you know, for it's obvious reasons. We're all in Madden next year now. Yeah, I don't – for obvious reasons, I don't play Madden. Um, but, you know, I like MLB. I feel like I'm probably the best at MLB. Um, and then I play 2K a lot too. Um, so a lot of guys play 2K, Quinn, you know, Quincy. Um, but as far as the people I kind of play – a lot of Call of Duty and stuff. So Ashen and Sauce, you know, Sauce is legit. So I mean, if you tune into his streams, you can see, you know, he's he's doing what he says he's gonna do. So just like he does on the field. So I give him that. Uh, there we go. You're you getting FIFA at all? You you soccer person at all, or not too much? No, nah, not too much. But I did used to play FIFA a lot in college. Like great college, uh, dorm room, yeah, dorm room FIFA, in college. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I played FIFA a lot. Me and my roommates, and then we would, you know, host people and come in and they would. Everybody would just play FIFA and stuff. So yeah. that was a yeah. At FIFA and NHL were always uh, big in college because it's you know five ten minute games. It's easy. Yeah. Um. Now obviously you know NCAA tournament come up. Do you are you like locked in on what Duke's doing all the time? Or are you kind of you just focused on your own stuff and it's like hey if they're on I'll put it on. Are you like fired up for you know this weekend and getting uh get some Duke basketball? Uh, I mean I'm not I'm not necessarily locked in um to what they got going on all the time, but you know like you said if they're on you know I will watch it you know around this time, um you know they definitely turned it up the back half of the season too um so I'm always you know go for my alma mater and stuff, uh so you know I'm rooting for them boys and you know to pull it out and you know go all the way. Are you are you a Yankees and Mets guy? If you're a big MLB the show person, you play with the Mets or the Yankees? Get some, get you in trouble. If I had to choose between the two, or yeah. just those two, 
Make the, make the right move. Make the right move. The team in. I don't know. I don't know what the right move is. The right move. The right move is the team that, that has twenty seven championships. That's the right move. Yeah, that's that's who I was going to pick. I used to have a Jeter jersey growing up. My first baseball team ever was the the uh, the Yankees. You know, little league and stuff. So then I became a Yankees fan like way back then. A Rod and and I had a Jeter jersey and all that stuff. But now I'm a you know I'm a hometown kid, so I'm a Braves fan. Uh, so I root for the Braves, but you know, back then I was a huge Yankees fan. You know, when they were winning, winning World Series, and like when they beat the Phillies and stuff. So I was super, I was super hype. I still have, I probably still have. I had a big old Yankees um, blanket. Um, I used to take it everywhere with me. So I think I still have it somewhere. You used to smoke the Braves, and I have <laughs> yeah. definitely not room for the Mets. Uh, definitely not room for the Mets, but um, last two quick ones here. Best, uh, you know, what's best meal or I guess top two restaurants you've gone to in uh, either, you can do Jersey, but obviously we know New York City is better than Jersey uh, that you've gone to in either the city or, uh, you know, since living in New York, New Jersey, what's the best two, uh, maybe top two places you've gone to get, a, you know, food? Um, This answer is always interesting. It depends where people are from. Like Tyler Conklin's like, oh, bacon, egg and cheeses are crazy. And I was like, really? That's what you, that's what you. Man, I think I had I had uh, I think it's Prince Street Pizza. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I'll give it to him. That was pretty good. Um, and then I don't know, man. I haven't really I haven't really gone like just incognito and just went out and just tried a bunch of different things. So I had to say like maybe like Catch or STK, some some basic like that. Um. You know, SDK is kind of everywhere. So, um, you know, I say I just, I just like the pizza. It's everywhere you go, it, I feel like you can get a good slice of pizza for real. Yeah, everyone has everyone says catch SDK and uh, yeah, and bagels or uh, bagels or pizza. Is there obviously you know the schedule's not gonna be out for a while, but you know you guys are playing next year. You got a lot of different, a couple of matchups that I think you know are probably especially if Aaron Rodgers comes here, which obviously as we know. Um, it's probably, it's a matter of time when, uh, when that would get announced, you know, Cowboys, Chiefs, games like that. Is there one game on the schedule, non-division related that you're very, you're kind of most excited for you got the Giants? Um, is there any games that kind of stuck out and you saw kind of the opponents and things like that, that are like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think, I think that, uh, that Giants game is going to be like crazy just cause, you know, every, everybody's in one spot now for that one, like. You know, it's not, you know, one team's away and the other team's home. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see the spread of fans and how that's going to look inside that stadium and stuff. And then, you know, different places I've I've never been to, like Las Vegas. Um, and okay, playing what, hopefully you go twice next year, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Uh, you know, playing in that uh, spaceship-looking thing they got. But, um, you know, they're loaded, you know, offense. Um and so I think I think probably those two, you know, just going to different places. I used to dream about, you know, going to all these different stadiums and, you know, making those memories when I'm actually doing it. You know, it's pretty cool. I just kind of try to stay in the moment, you know, not fan out too much just when I'm in these different different arenas and stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's cool. You're saying MetLife that looks like a uh, air conditioning unit doesn't really <laughs> – are you fired up and excited? No, man, I love MetLife. Shout out MetLife, man. <laughs> Some new green jerseys in a new stadium. Maybe Aaron can donate his uh his <laughs> contract to New Jersey's. Uh, which one? Which one do you like rocking the best? You like the? Are you, are you the all black? Is kind of you like? Or you got you? I mean, uh, the white on black last year obviously got to run for its money. 
Yeah, man, I'm I'm I love the black um no, the black helmets. I feel like though, like if we went back to the I like the logo with the the old jets with the jet actual jet on the helmet. The actual jet on it because the yeah. Jet. I, I think that's pretty cool. Like even if they incorporated it in with the, the colors we have now, like I feel like that's a that's probably the best logo. Um, but I do like that light green too. I feel like that would be super cool. Yeah, the Kelly Kelly Green, but no, I'm probably have to clip this one because Jets Twitter uh, loves uh, loves jer Jersey and logo opinions for whatever reason. Um, but obviously, you know, appreciate hopping on, and you know, again, a lot of exciting stuff going on. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers earlier today saying he is the with the all his intent is to play football in 2023 for the Jets. Yep. Um, but appreciate you hopping on, and um, you know, make sure you guys obviously are following him on uh, follow Mike on Twitter and you know Instagram and the whole. Oh, yeah. socials, and uh, you know we'll have to do this again. Maybe uh, you know we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it in person uh, over the summer. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Much, man.